podcasthero.com. The Great News Podcast is brought to you by Podcast Hero. Learn the four P's of podcasting over at www.podcasthero.com and start your own show. Tired of all the doom and gloom news from mainstream media? You'll get none of that here. Instead, you'll find inspiring stories and developments that are making the world a better place. I'm Andrew McGivern, and this is The Great News Podcast. Today, study shows there is a link between fluid consumption and aging. New zinc anode water battery is greener and safer than lithium-ion batteries. Potential new treatment for obesity targets fat cells anywhere in the body. A 50-year-old blood pressure medication could help people suffering from PTSD. And genetically modified bacteria is designed to release rheumatoid arthritis treatment from within the body. All that and more is available in the Great Newsletter. Head on over to greatnewspodcast.com, sign up for the Great Newsletter, and stay informed with all the great news happening around the world. Because the Great News Podcast is great, but the Great Newsletter is greater. Study shows there is a link between fluid consumption and aging. Good hydration is an important part of healthy aging. Proper hydration helps keep the body functioning optimally and can help reduce the risk of age-related illnesses. Adequate water intake also helps to maintain cognitive function and increase energy levels. It is essential to drink plenty of fluids throughout the day and make sure that the water is of good quality. Good hydration can also help prevent dehydration, which can lead to fatigue, dizziness, and other problems. Proper hydration plays an important role in overall health and well-being, especially as we age. And now, there is a study that proves it. An interesting study from the National Institutes of Health suggests that not drinking enough water will lead to premature aging, along with a higher incidence of chronic disease and early death. The study followed an earlier paper on the effects of water consumption on rats, which resulted in a six-month reduction in lifespan which is 15 years in human time. The same team decided that they wanted to see if the same thing applied to humans. They analyzed the results of a long-term heart health study to determine if fluid intake might affect the human lifespan. Quote, Using health data gathered from 11,255 adults over a 30-year period, researchers analyzed links between serum sodium levels which go up and down with fluid intake, and various indicators of health. They found that the adults with serum sodium levels at the higher end of a normal range were more likely to develop chronic conditions and show signs of advanced biological aging than those with serum sodium levels in the medium ranges. Adults with higher levels were also more likely to die at a younger age, unquote. National Institutes of Health. The researchers didn't have any data on the actual water consumption of the study participants, but they did have blood tests with serum sodium levels at regular intervals throughout the study. Since serum sodium levels are an established indicator of hydration, it made sense to use this as a marker, as a proxy for fluid intake. The study is important because increasing fluid consumption is an easy step to take in order to improve personal health. If the results of the study show that drinking more fluid will result in a healthier and longer life, then this is one little thing that can make a big difference. 
Drink more, live longer. Speaking of water, a new zinc anode water battery is greener and safer than lithium-ion batteries. A new battery developed by the research team from Posttech is set to revolutionize the battery industry. Professor Sujin Park and Gyojin Song, postdoc fellow, in the Department of Chemistry and PhD candidate Sang Yep Lee of the Division of Advanced Materials Science at Posttech, together developed a stable aqueous zinc ion battery that uses water as an electrolyte. This new battery uses zinc anodes and aqueous electrodes, which are much safer than organic electrolytes. Organic electrolytes are a key component in lithium-ion batteries. They are composed of lithium salt dissolved in a liquid organic solvent such as ether or carbonate. This combination allows for wide voltage operating range, making lithium batteries highly efficient and versatile. The downsides of organic electrolytes is that they are inherently flammable or explosive, and this is why lithium-ion batteries can be potentially dangerous. Aqueous electrolytes, on the other hand, are an innovative, versatile type of electrolyte based on water as a solvent. These electrolytes are composed of compounds such as acids and bases that can be dissolved in water, resulting in the formation of conducting ions. This type of electrolyte offers a wide range of advantages compared to other types, such as being non-toxic, cost-effective, and safe to use. Head on over to the show notes in your podcast app and click on the link to come over and read all of the supporting documentation and links to the studies. Potential new treatment for obesity targets fat cells anywhere in your body. In the United States, the adult obesity rate stands at 42.4%, with 16 states having obesity rates of 35% or higher. Globally, the prevalence of obesity is lower, but continues to increase, with 39% of adults age 18 or over being overweight, and 13% being obese. Obesity is associated with a number of medical issues, including high blood pressure, high LDL cholesterol, low HDL cholesterol, and high triglycerides. It is also associated with type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, gallbladder disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, cardiovascular diseases, urinary incontinence, venous problems of the legs, lower back, and an increased risk of death across all age groups. Even lower levels of obesity are associated with an increased incidence of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. Despite the many medical breakthroughs over the years, effective treatment for obesity has been elusive. The most common medical advice to obese people is to make lifestyle changes, eat less and exercise more, change your diet and play a sport. This can be frustrating for people who are not physically able to exercise. Recently, researchers at Columbia Engineering and Columbia University Irving Medical Center have developed a new method to target fat deposits specifically and safely using cationic nanomaterials. The nanomaterials remodel fat rather than destroy it, providing an option for obese people who are unable to exercise. The ability to target fat cells and safely uncouple healthy fat formation from healthy fat metabolism is a major step towards treating obesity and its associated diseases. In a previous episode, we looked at microbiomes and colonizing 
the microbiomes of obese people with the microbiomes from thin people, and they lost weight. 50-year-old blood pressure medication could help people suffering from PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a psychological condition that can develop in individuals who have experienced a traumatic event. It is characterized by intense fear and anxiety and can cause physical changes in the body that help to protect from danger. Trauma can affect anyone, regardless of age, gender, socioeconomic status, race, ethnicity, or sexual orientation. During the initial impact or emergency stage of PTSD, individuals may experience fear, shock, disbelief, confusion, numbness, and anxiety. The body's natural response is to produce hormones such as adrenaline, cortisol, and norepinephrine in order to prepare for a fight or flight response. These hormones can cause a number of physical reactions, such as an increased heart rate, rapid breathing, and increased blood pressure. But after the initial shock and hormone reaction, the long-term effects of trauma may present themselves in the common symptoms of PTSD. Common symptoms of PTSD include recurring nightmares, flashbacks, difficulty sleeping, irritability, difficulty concentrating and feeling on edge, other symptoms of PTSD may include avoidance of certain activities or places, an exaggerated startle response, feelings of guilt or shame, and suicidal thoughts. PTSD can lead to physical symptoms such as headaches, dizziness, chest pain, and stomach problems. Treatments for PTSD can include medications and various types of psychotherapy, such as cognitive behavioral therapy, eye movement desensitization, and reprocessing, EMDR, and group therapy. But new research suggests that an old blood pressure medication can help with PTSD. Recent research has found that clonidine, a 50-year-old blood pressure drug, could be an effective treatment for mitigating the effects of PTSD. Scientists from the Medical College of Georgia at Augusta University have conducted studies on mice and neurons from human stem cells to explore the role of the drug in consolidating a traumatic memory. Results from these studies have indicated that clonidine interferes with a key protein called cofflin, which is essential in forming memories. Further research has suggested that clonidine is more effective than its sister drug, guanfacine, in reducing PTSD symptoms. Large-scale clinical trials are warranted. And finally, genetically modified bacteria is designed to release rheumatoid arthritis treatment from within the body. Engineering bacteria in our gut to release medication to treat illnesses automatically is a futuristic concept and could revolutionize the way we administer medicine by using genetically modified probiotic bacteria, such as Lactobacillus reuteri. Researchers have demonstrated the potential of using bacteria to produce therapeutic molecules and effectively treat rheumatoid arthritis in animal models. With further research, this method could offer a more convenient and effective way to deliver medications to patients who may not be able to tolerate traditional methods of administering pills or injections. This could revolutionize treatments for various autoimmune diseases such as psoriasis, lupus, and multiple sclerosis by providing an updated approach that could potentially reduce the need for traditional medications over time. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Great News Podcast. If you want to leave voicemail feedback and have your voice played on the show, call 1-877-636-1474. 
That's our voicemail feedback line, 1-877-636-1474. You can also leave comments on the blog post of these podcast episodes. Or if your podcast app supports comments, go ahead and leave a comment there. If you do, let me know what app, and I will start interacting there. Podcasthero.com